What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 77. This is the July 2022 edition. And we are sitting down this morning with TCC President Rob Roach, inside sales manager Nicole Greenberg, and VP of Sales and Marketing AJ Petrarca. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey, guys. How's morning, it going? You guys are all looking very blue today. Love it. You missed the light blue memo, Rob. Yeah, kind of gray. <laughs> <laughs> we all walked in this morning, one but we were like, you're wearing the same thing. You're wearing the same thing. <laughs> I know. It wasn't even planned. It's like we're all in sync now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not part of this click. Oh, come on. You're, you're, you're in the family. <laughs> oh. How you guys doing? How's everything going? Yeah, my mug. The mug. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there. there you go. My I like Yeti. it. <laughs> you better be a TCC customer. You might have one of these coming your way. You Can't very well might be. Are we sponsored by Yeti now? Is that the... We, we should be. <laughs> might as well be with the bill we just made. <laughs> for so the just <laughs> yep. That was whew, a doozy. No. I'm, I'm excited for those. They're, they're going to be cool. They're going to be awesome. I think we're going to have a <laughs> trouble uh, keeping them out of people's hands early. Yeah. <laughs> so we had given away that uh, Yeti hard cooler at the, I guess, American Coding Show. Yep. And the person that won it is very ecstatic about, <laughs> like, there's been multiple attempts to, uh, her family members have tried to steal it from her. And uh, <laughs> she is very excited about that, uh, winning that gift. So I love it. That was good. Uh, that was a good uh, play on that. Well, I think like aged well too, because like we bought it for the last coding show, and it is a color you no longer can buy anymore. So well, it's even she... got some exclusivity to it too. So yeah. So apparently, whoever was trying to steal it knew it was a limited edition color and <laughs> saw the value in it or whatever. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a thing. <laughs> Probably resell it and then get three Yetis for it. But... Yep. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. But yeah, it is it is mid July. It feels like mid July outside. It's uh, been quite hot. Just came back from North Carolina. You were just recently in Nashville. So. Really packing on the heat here recently. Can't get away from it, it seems. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, and we're here without Mr. Javier Fernandez as he's doing some party planning. See, <laughs> Prepping for curious. his son Joaquin's second birthday tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I'm going to FaceTime. We're going to see if he's answering here. This will be our first ever phone in, phone into the podcast. <laughs> I like oh. it. <laughs> phone I like a friend. Yeah. He's probably not going to answer. Too busy with the party planning. Yeah. I just pa- want to know what it includes. I mean, it's, it's, gonna be, be, it's, it's gonna be hot tomorrow too. It's gonna be like 95, 96 for him. Right? We were pressuring him yesterday. Like, what? Like, tomorrow? Like, what does your day look like? <laughs> like, what? What is said party? party Hopefully, party. sprinklers and slip and slides. Well, or you know, how or, about like just ice baths? Troughs. Like a plunge, like where you throw the ball and you plunge, <laughs> but it's ice. That would be well, good. And it'll melt have fast a lot enough. Of volunteers. But... Yeah, dunk tank. <laughs> that's just... dunk tank. Oh, an ice dunk tank. That's a good one. I like it. Oof. Man, ideas for next year. I like it. Oh. Uh, um, but I sent a gift. I can't make it Folk Fest this weekend. We're going to the Folk Fest. So. You going by land or by sea? By land. Going to, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Toasty. That's yeah. a bold move. I know. Good I for know. you. <laughs> it's going to be hot. It's going to be a hot one. But we got uh, Sunday Brandy Carlisle coming and some great acts. You know, uh, the lead singer of Mumford & Sons, uh, Gary Mumford or something like that. He's coming and... Uh, there's some rumors that maybe Elton John might come in on a helicopter or something. So we'll see. We'll see. Wow. It's always fun, the Newport Folk Fest. Who was here last year um, at the very end? Oh. The, the singer. Um, well, there was rumors Paul McCartney was going to come, but he didn't show up. But no, the Dolly Parton. Wasn't Dolly Parton here last that year? That was two, three years ago. Was she came, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always like, that's the great part about the Folk Fest. You never know what's going to happen. Gonna, yeah. Who's going to come for a song like 
Brandy's very tight with Elton John. He's in New Jersey, and they're like, well, his show's not on until 8 p.m. at night. Yeah. Maybe he'll helicopter in. That'd be something. Do a duet with Brandy and then go back to his concert in New Jersey. But, I mean, you know, so sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, one year out of the blue, Mumford & Sons was there. Yeah. You know, it was like three, four years ago. It was just like, oh, my God. And that's know? what makes people come back is yeah, okay, Newport. Yeah, you okay, know? the set list is what it is, but this person could show up or that person could show right, up, so people are going right. to be there for that. It's the element of surprise, right? Yeah. Gotta get people excited about something. We're, we're big fans of it, so uh, especially my wife, so we're, we're going to be over there quite a bit this weekend. Don't you usually do it by boat, though? You go anchor up? I and... used to, uh, uh, but then you don't see the other acts. So you oh. see the main stage, and you really don't hear it that well, but they have like a side stage. And then they have another side stage where you go around and back into Ford Adams and you can see at the same time they're all playing, you know, but they're, you know, different venues. And, uh, you know, I saw um, Mandolin Orange slash Watch House last year on the side stage. Yep. They're huge now, but like, you know, it's just amazing to just roll up and say, oh, I'm going to check out this band, uh, Watch House, you know, and like, oh my God, mind blowing. Yeah. So pretty cool. That pretty cool, cool that we have that right here in Little Roadie. Sure is. But yeah, it's been a busy couple weeks, it seems like. You're just down in Nashville for the Southwestern Fertilizer Show. Sounds like that was a, a good one. And besides being hot, was well attended and a good couple of days down there. Yeah, it was very well attended. It was the 96th year that they've had it, and it was the most, it was the biggest attendance ever. So yeah, it was uh, a lot of folks are excited to be back out and uh, and back at it. So yeah, it was a good uh, it was a good show. Yeah, and we were at the Chemicals America show, I guess, the week before that. So it's been a busy couple of weeks since the last, uh, last podcast we had. Yep. Um, also, well attended was a, another good show. They had what four hundred exhibitors, something like that. Yeah, I think even maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, which, if, which is crazy. Yeah, just spilling out into the hallways. That was great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was just down in North Carolina this week, seeing customers and stuff like that, and I think you appreciate the value of trade shows and things like the Southwestern Fertilizer Conference, where you can have fifteen, twenty meetings versus driving all over the place for five. Mm-hmm. So much more efficient. Appreciate the much more sustainable way to yeah. see a lot of folks. <laughs> so there you go. There's that, there's that spin to it. I, yep, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Spending too much time with Karen Benson. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting right into it. We're we're in July, so we're starting to hear results from the uh, chemical industry on Q2 results. Um, has definitely been kind of a common trend. I think sales continue to be up. Um, unsurprised to see you know, sales dollars and prices up, but. Heard results um, specific to volumes down kind of across the board from the various results that we've seen, um, anywhere from single digit to double digit percentages. So interesting to see sales dollars continue to be high, but volume starting to come down, I think kind of indicative of this sort of wobble, as we keep calling it, where we might be kind of in a in-between period here in July and August with demand not necessarily as robust as it was during COVID or for the past year, year and a half. Um, just kind of waiting and seeing what's going to happen for the next couple months and second half of the year yeah i think q3 is going to be quite a shock you know uh on all levels because that wobble has turned into straight depression so um or you know you know depression of prices depression of not necessarily prices because you got things like natural gas really elevating things right now so it's more demand uh there's been a tremendous amount of demand destruction and uh especially places like uh like europe um who's in a really hard time right now um you know highlights there's some highlights out there in in china and other asia but you know in the u.s um you know small company we see things uh july's way down you know uh demand is way down and um and people are worried about inventory so um you know you're talking about dow you know volume down two percent for q2 
you know, I think that's going to go up considerably uh, per store volume down 13% Q2. Again, I think that's going to uh, come up for Q3. And then BASF is really in a hard position right now with the Rhine River levels getting to dangerously low levels and uh, 40% uh, in the Nord Stream pipeline, only uh, 40% of 100% being a normal <laughs> operation of gas coming from Russia. Now they're only 40%. So uh, things are, are critical right now and getting worse. And not just BSF, obviously, on the Rhine. That's going to impact all of all of Germany. Things like Absolutely. the Rhine, things like, um, you know, the energy, what's going to happen with the energy coming in the, in the wintertime. It's going to be an interesting. If you look at the years. graphs, we're very low right now, and they usually don't get rain until October. So this is a big concern. Yep. And uh so, you know, uh, you know, you're seeing the result right now, the, uh, the parity in the dollar to the euro almost, you know. I mean, you know, Europe's in, in a rough go right now, really, really rough go. And uh, I would say they're already in recession. We put an interesting article I thought out. I don't know if it's gone out yet or not, but if not, it will be in The View. Um, obviously, our email newsletter talking about there's obviously things going up. People talk a lot about recession, but there's also kind of this third tier where it's just like stagnation, where it's not necessarily falling off a cliff. It's just kind of flat. So that's, I think something everyone talks about recession, and you know we certainly could be heading in that direction or already in that direction. But yeah. um, there's kind of this third option where things are just kind of kind of flat. So we'll see. That's stagflation, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's we are in stagflation. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, you know. It's it's very well reported. There is stagflation, just like the seventies, and in the seventies, it lasted six seven years. So, um, you know, the costs of of many things are not coming down. If not, they're getting worse. And some, so that's you know, to your point, yeah, it's not up or down. It's yeah, right where it is, which is very expensive. I mean, operating this company right now is very expensive, just the way it is. It's the costs of that have come up considerably, and they're not dropping. Yep. I think we, uh, AJ, you've talked for a long time about how high prices are for stuff that we sell, and we talk about inflation at whatever you want to call it, seven percent, but that it's probably even higher than that realistically, with how much more expensive everything seems like it is these days. So. Yeah, yeah, the numbers, the the inflation numbers that we hear on the news are always shocking to me. I always think they'd be a lot, you know, bigger than what they are, just based on yeah, sh prices sh of shocking for a different reason. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd expect it to be, you know, double digits, you right. know, five six months ago, but um, yeah, it's uh. Yeah, the wobble is a very good way to describe where we're at right now. Big wait and see, kind of some, some question marks, obviously. not not. I think people hear the word recession, they think doom and gloom and drastic falling off a cliff. And obviously there's a, there is a, a piece of that, but I think there's more of kind of like a wait and see right now with what's going to happen versus all doom and gloom necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a wait and see at this point. Yeah, I would say so. Wobble wobble is something that I, I, I started talking about at our, our sales meeting uh in the early, early early june and i think that's definitely you know we're still wobbling right now and wondering where we're going to end up and uh you know with the volumes coming down there's going to be some overreaction but costs are still very high and i'm talking even in our business like the cost of meals and entertainment like just to going out to a dinner or a lunch are super high the cost of uh, airfare, to yeah, go. flights, yeah. rental cars, <laughs> rental cars. If, if you can get them, if right? You get them. If you can get them, it's it's ridiculous. So, just the living costs for everyone; those aren't dropping. You yep. know, they're not dropping at all. So, um, something something's going to happen. But we're we're seeing it. That's what I'm saying. We're seeing it. You know, the demand has slowed. Interest rates. Okay, everybody's like, well, they're only five and a half, five and three quarters. That's double what they were. Right. You yeah. know, so um, so you know. 20% in the last couple of weeks increase in natural gas. 
that's going to keep going, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, we were calling for 14, 15 per MMBTU, um, you know, come October when we're starting to really put some demand. Propane prices, you know, uh, that's going to affect propylene, you know, so propylene values will come back. So, you know, everybody's like, well, wait and see. Maybe the price will come down. Not necessarily, you yeah. know, not with what's going on in Europe and lack of gas. We're going to have to supplement that with ships of natural gas, ships of propane, ships of whatever, you know, so. It's uh, it, and these things, as we know, take time to backfill. And that was interesting. In the last month, you know, crude took a big jump, fifteen, twenty dollars per barrel off where we were a month ago. But at their highs, yeah. yeah. But natural gas up twenty percent. So you got two very different. I feel like usually they're sort of tracking the right direction, and that obviously didn't happen. And we went from there. a temporary hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty back to a hundred, and we're stable at a hundred on, on oil. That's not great, right? You know, a hundred dollar barrel. That's nothing to celebrate. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so yeah, it's a, as I said in our morning meeting this year, uh, this morning, uh, you know, I said, hey, listen, you know, things are crazy and they're not going to get better. We're, they're just going to continue to be crazy. Yep. So we have to accept that and and operate within those parameters. Yeah, and I know we, we touched on it a little bit, but you know, I think there's a lot of question marks specific to to Europe. Obviously, it's a important supply channel for the U.S. beyond even just chemicals. You know, there's there's a, a ton of industry in Europe that will directly affect what's going to happen here. So between things like not getting rain for the summertime, some of the electricity concerns, obviously some crazy fires going on right now, uh, record high temperatures. It's a crazy time in Europe and it's going to have implications you know, beyond just the humanitarian issues of the, the fires and all that with, with industry and what's going to happen for the coming months. It'll be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and, and, and a war right at their doorstep, a major war, one of the yeah. worst, you know, one of the worst conflicts since World War II. So, I mean... Um, you know, they just came out that they're going to open up the grain uh, from Ukraine and Russia have agreed to, which, you know, food. And when I talk to my um, contemporaries in Europe, they're really concerned with the food situation, um, you know, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, it's one thing to not have energy, you know, for cooling and air conditioning in the summertime. Uh, but when you don't have food, that's an even bigger issue. And the people that are really suffering are the third and fourth world countries that are just not getting the support now because people are, you know, con contracting that and they're not able to get food and we've got a humanitarian crisis here. So uh, thankfully, um, the grain flows have started again, uh, which is great. So was was there a lot of talk at the fertilizer show about fertilizer availability and things like that? I know there are questions about fertilizer problems, which then leads to crop issues. Did that come up much or? Not, not as much discussion about availability because that uh, lack of availability didn't really materialize here in the U.S. More just uh, about high prices, yeah. just just uh, you know all-time high prices for nitrogen and and uh, phosphorus and things like that, and high prices for commodities, corn, soy have all you know we're all high and starting to starting to you know fall off now a little bit. But um, yeah, that was the everyone's talking points were about how expensive nitrogen or it was to fertilize. So less corn, more soy. Uh, soy needs less nitrogen, corn needs a tremendous amount. So the, the soy crop will be higher because it actually re-nitrogen, the nitrogen goes back into the soil from soy. But corn is nitrogen, need, they need a lot of nitrogen. So they, so you're probably going to see the price of corn go up again. I mean, it's a temporary sort of thing. But yep. uh, And then, of course, we've got tremendous drought and heat throughout the um you know the growing belt of the United States, and so I think that that that's at risk as well. Yep, yep. One of the things we talked about in the 
morning meeting as well as Asia and China. Um, obviously starting to hear some rumors that maybe the tariffs will go away here soon. Um, but we're obviously talking about just the general importance of China and, and Asia as a whole in, in sourcing and industry, um, tariff or no tariff. Obviously, like we said, with, with, <coughs> within the last couple of months, we've really realized how important of a supply avenue is and some good news with some of the freight. It sounds like sounds like freight's coming off a little bit here in the last couple of weeks, which is good news as well. So. Yes, yeah, so, sort of similar to ce- celebrating a hundred dollar barrel of oil. We're celebrating, <laughs> yeah. you know, seventy eight hundred dollar container rates right now. So um, they're down a bunch, but they're still high compared to you know historical historical levels. Yeah, is that where we're seeing it? Like seven, eight, nine thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it was at twelve, and then most recently down to like you know between seventy five to eight thousand. Yeah. And um, you know, a lot of raw material prices are off in China as well, with with demand being off, and um, you know, so we're seeing big decreases from China. So when those tariffs go away, it's gonna it's gonna be. I think the floodgates are really gonna open up for a lot of products that were uh, were not making their way here previously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you touched a little bit on just the the general importance of China as a supply avenue, or I know we we kind of just talk about China, but really Asia as a whole. There's a lot of products that are produced there or exclusively there that mm-hmm. is important for global economy i had somebody say to me the other day they said uh they're not in our industry but they said these tariffs did you realize we pay those tariffs (laughs) (laughs) where have you been (laughs) (laughs) the american consumer is paying those tariffs i'm like yeah well i mean the benefit is you know more competitiveness for um american producers um you know or less less it's less competition but they're more competitive um and able to compete but yeah i mean there's been a there's been a big uh structural change in asia where a lot of like the um the low-cost labor stuff have moved to malaysia philippines vietnam uh they're trying to bring higher values into china um they've been a great source for europe uh during um you know all of these problems and things because a lot of european producers i mean we, if you go back in our podcast we were talking about natural gas 800 percent increase then ammonia increase and shutdown and now we're hearing that certain producers are saying listen we'll make things that we can sell at a small profit or break even but we're not making anything more it's very difficult for them to shut turn back these plants and they're but they're gonna they're gonna be forced to do so yeah. unfortunately which is gonna crimp the supply to the to the global supply chain um but yeah i mean it's um you know we have an office in china we source in china we still bring a lot of products in from china through the tariffs that we can't we just can't get elsewhere it's not produced in the rest of the world or at least not at scale so we're still forced to bring it in we pay that 25 percent tariff and that gets passed on to the consumer so uh dropping the tariffs i've got mixed feelings about it you know what i mean i still uh, love america and i want us to be the most competitive in the world and and sometimes uh these uh producers in china are subsidized and and don't have to compete at the level that american companies do so you know mixed feelings about it and i think that's where the biden administration is too they're saying hey you know they they haven't necessarily been good to us and so uh we haven't been good to them with the tariffs so what you know we have to compromise so maybe there will be a compromise but i'm not sure they're just going to say okay the tariffs are over i don't know if that's going to happen you know are you still seeing much activity or any activity with like new suppliers out of China? Have you had much like sample activity and stuff coming from Asia? Or has it been? There's actually been an uptick um, recently, probably in the past like four to six weeks, of um, different 
requests coming out of China, um, more sample availability. Uh, they've been able to um, fulfill, and there are certain products that you know they do have to ship direct from a supplier in China to our sample handling facility uh, stateside versus going through. Because of COVID issues? Because of COVID issues, and there are certain products that um, clearance-wise uh, customs wise have to it's easier to go through the US um, versus you know route through Shanghai um, but th- I mean they've been pretty consistent with being able to fill those um, regardless and you know just pricing and availability is is pretty solid um, so yeah definitely seen an uptick on that as well which is is good it's good to see you know yeah, I think the freight coming down is good news and especially the tariffs go away there'll be a whole lot of interest in more and more products from China so it's good news Yep. I feel like we've seen an uptick in sample requests in general in the last couple of months. People oh. doing more R&D activities and getting back to some of that, whereas well, they it was sh- just running the plants at 100% with whatever you can get raw materials for. Yep, which, and that's also a good thing to see <clears> because <throat> I think that means that you've got people who are either trying to, you know, branch out their current uh, production process or find alternatives if there is ever, you know, an issue with a raw material that, you know, that way they don't have to stop production. Yeah. Um and, you know, I think that innovation and, and growth is, is a great thing. Yeah. Um, moving on, price updates and trends. Thinking back from the from early July, um, you know, kind of a pricing all over the place. We had increases on things like Adipic, on plasticizers, um, slight decrease in things like methanol. So depending what products are derived from um, or, or priced based off of, obviously a little bit of fluctuation, not necessarily everything up or everything down in a month. Um, been tracking benzene coming off pretty significantly for July based on where the July contract sell of that. Um, like we said a little bit, you know, crude oil coming down to that $9,500 range, but natural gas up um, 20, 25% month over month. So be interesting to see how pricing settles for August, um, both with what raw materials do. And then if there is a little bit of a slowdown in excess material, if producers keep pricing more more attractive to try to keep moving material would be I think interesting to see what we see for August across all of our products yeah I think you're you're right there's like a mix you know when it comes to say atypic acid you've got you know benzene factor that's come off but a, a natural gas factor that's gone through the roof um, plasticizers uh, oxo alcohols um, they've come off in Asia due to uh, a demand destruction from COVID um, but there's it's so uh, costly to get any of them here it's not going to show up and then you've got thalic and hydride which is uh, part of the ester thalic and hydride is through the roof because of the xylenes and the fuels and the the, the demand in that um, value chain so you know you've got a lot of mixed things here where people want to see prices come down but they just simply can't because one piece of the ingredient puzzle comes off and something goes crazy so uh it's going to be quite a mix you know and and i don't think any uh, uh producer is really looking to just sell things at a loss at this point you know right. it's it's just they're not they're just you know and that's what we're hearing from some of our our partners in europe is like i mean we'd love to decrease prices but we we simply can't you know so yeah if it's not oil it's freight. if it's not freight it's it's gas if it's not gas it's supply and demand there's, right there's always something it's raw materials yeah i mean it's always something yeah even if demand falls off a cliff like cash cost is going to keep prices at a certain level right like you said like producers aren't going to sell at a at a loss it just right. doesn't make sense right. right yeah i mean you talk about eight dollar per mmbtu gas i mean there's a lot of methanol now made in the usa you know that's close to a dollar a gallon cash cost well that's where the price is right now 
So, yep. you know, you know, it's a very difficult thing. You know, you talk about propylene, it's seen a retreat over the last couple of months. Now they're talking about increasing propylene costs based on propane and the fact that there's on purpose propylene production, you know, so and of course their cash costs are below the fifty one cents a pound or whatnot. So it's a, it's a you know, it goes back to our, our stagflation uh, discussion. And we're in July. So obviously we're going to get into the colder months where natural gas demand is even going to increase. So right. That'll, that'll make things interesting Absolutely. as well. Add a ninth factor into what's <laughs> <laughs> what's impacting cut in pricing. Well, good news is though is that the stock market took a break this week from dropping. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Always got to find that positive yeah, space to, you know, to live it, in. Right? It actually slowly tricked up all month when you look. Oh uh, yeah. Whenever we do this, I, I look at the last thirty days. So the last thirty days, the Nasdaq was up sixteen hundred points. Dow was up twelve hundred points, which I think is even higher as of today. So it was a good week, but it was a good last thirty days as well, which has kind but of been a nice quiet. It was an awful quiet. six months. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Baby steps, right? Uh, Baby steps. steps. <laughs> but yeah, that is I guess a, a silver lining. I've, there's been a lot of bad news today. What, what, what's the what's the good news? You guys have any? <laughs> Nicole's good for the good news usually. I, I, I like got? to get excited about a lot of stuff, right? That's you radiate excitement. It goes, you know, it, it it's contagious. It's Friday. It, it is. It's yeah. Friday. Hey, you know, just we've got Joaquin. He's turning two. Can yes. you believe it? Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Javi's son. Ha- Javi is hard party, party uh, planning, planning, and and. Preparing right he FaceTime so. back to you, I think. Well, so. he, he called, so I'm going to see if I can get him on FaceTime so we can get him. Get Mr. WhatsApp on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll to do hey, and WhatsApp you know what him. I'm excited about? The graphics that you produced to go the Mr. Worldwide. Oh, that was these guys. That I, was these guys. There were some, some good ones, I think. Fantastic. That, uh, that was something. <laughs> I mean, you got to love it. you got to love it. <clears throat> T-shirt's coming soon. Yep. Oh. I told you, he's still in bed. That's why he doesn't want to FaceTime. He's going to call you back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, come Not on. Not going to answer. Party planning. Yeah. <laughs> Party pooper. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see what happens for pricing for, for August. A lot of, a lot of factors. Um, this trip will be uh, interesting, I think, a couple months, and Q3 results will, I'm sure, be mixed. If, if Q2 results were what they were, I think there'll be even a bigger spread on volumes and sales dollars for Q3. It should be interesting. Featured products, new products for August. We have a, uh, a product that we've sold for a long time but haven't really talked about on this podcast at least too much and something that would uh, likely be a good one to, to grow. Um, I know Javier does a lot of DCPD in coordination with AJ. Uh, obviously, Javier took the day off today and is leaving you to, to, to handle the featured <laughs> product responsibilities. So uh, we'll talk about DCPD a little bit. Yeah, Javier is the uh, foremost expert within our company, <laughs> so I can't speak to it super well, but we do uh, sell a bit of DCPD for uh, coatings and resin applications. Um, there are, I think, four four main grades available that differ by by purity. Uh, the main one that we do, the biggest volume one, is the uh, it's a eighty six to eighty eight percent, and that's used in you know coatings and resins applications. Um, so hit up hit hit up Javi on WhatsApp so if you have any opportunities <laughs> on DCPD. <laughs> Um, let us know. Primarily bulk, but I guess we could do package as well. But I think the business we're doing now is more bulk, bulk type quantities. Yeah, th- there's not a lot of package business out there, but we are speaking able of, to speaking offer. Of, speaking of the manager, drums. Here we go, <laughs> Javier. You're you're, li- you're live on the podcast. Oh hi, how are you? So what? So, so watch your mouth. <laughs> which which camera we got? There's there's. Say hello to Zach. <laughs> hi Zach, how are you? <laughs> love it. Love What's, it. How, how's the party planning going? How are we doing? It's going. It's going. 
right now picking up some sandwiches at the moment. <laughs> very, <laughs> Perfect. Very good. Got to got to feed the people. We wanted a, we wanted an update on the party planning. We were gonna let you totally get off the podcast. So, miss you, Hav. All right, he's not in bed. Okay. <laughs> Javi, any we, we were just talking we, we were just talking about our featured products. Any uh, any any wise words on DCPD you want to add in? What is it? Any, we, we were just talking about uh, we were just talking about DCPD as our featured product. Do you have any wise words on uh, DCPD you want to include for the for the audience? Oh, we, we, we have plenty available, good pricing, uh, a lot of a lot of availability, and uh, and we have we have the speakers open. So just just WhatsApp me. <laughs> there we that's, go. That, that's that's precisely what AJ said. So that was a good that was a good recap. Perfect. <laughs> you're you're, you're the you're the first ever phone in guest. So congratulations on that. <laughs> All right, Happy buddy. birthday, Joaquin. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, events, conferences, trade shows. Kind of uh, obviously being mid-July, definitely a slower time for shows, which is nice. Um, some shows coming up for the fall type fr- time frame, but won't really get into those now. Um, and then I know looking even beyond that, we're thinking about next year with things like AFPM and starting to plan the next sales meeting. You've had six weeks to not talk about the sales meeting. Now it's yep. time to start talking about it again. Exactly. So. I love it. Hey, <laughs> keeping keep, you busy. It does. And it keeps us, you know, it keeps the conversations going. It's great. You know, you, it, you don't realize how fast time flies by until you're there yep. and you go, whoa, where'd the year go? Do we know AFPM is definitely back in San Antonio? That's the question of the That's, question of the day. Can you answer it for us? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> that, we don't know. Okay. We don't know. <laughs> we, we have, uh, a percentage level of confidence that it's going back to San Antonio, just not enough to warrant like putting cash down on it. Wouldn't yet. put the house on it. No, not yet. No, no. not yet. <laughs> not yet. The condo, condo, maybe house, not so much. <laughs> I love it. Um, but no, we're still waiting to waiting to confirm that and start planning things for the next AFPM. We got some uh, some marketing ideas in motion for the yes. next AFPM. Yes, so of course we do. Fantastic. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. Um, but yeah, I mean, without talking about trade shows, that kind of wraps things up a little bit oh um, no you got to talk about epca because they're yeah. mulling they're mulling canceling it crazy because of the energy consumption of having so many people arrive into berlin so that was something that was kind of a shock this week to hear that you know here after covid after what three years of not having the epca now they're talking about canceling the epca so and then there's also the k show Will they cancel the K show as well because of energy massive? Con- massive that's show. a huge energy that's consumer. A huge energy consumer, but like, really, is that going to have an impact? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it's more important to bring business interest to Europe than to you know consume a little bit more energy. I mean, uh, it's fractional, you know. So I, I was kind of surprised to hear about that, but yeah, because like, yeah, you, you use more energy, but you're losing out. I mean, however many people go to the K show and EPC, you're missing out all, all that money people would spend on hotels and flights and food and industry, and, which they and, haven't had. And they're had. both in October, so we won't need air conditioning. We might need a little heat, but yeah. you know. But you know, it's if anything, a, it's the perfect time year to go to not use energy. Right, it's perfect but temperature. Summer would be usually. bad, winter would be bad, but October would be right. That's right. a sweet spot. Yeah, but that was kind of a shock to hear that this week. And we're we've our plans are are in motion. We're you know we got five, four, five of us going. Yeah. You know, so uh, but we'll see. That's a. I just wanted to bring that up before yeah. we skipped over it because that was a, whew, another shocking thing. Yeah, it'll be. I wonder if there's. The, I wonder if other shows are thinking about that. If that's like a thing with Europe with events, like maybe the government's trying to push organizations like that to cancel stuff. I mean, it's the first I heard of it, but it'd it's be a interesting over if that's the top, a trend. I think. Yeah. You know, I think it's a little over the top. And of course, in November you got Apple in Cancun. I mean, 
<laughs> Might have to go to that I'm one. Going to that one. <laughs> We're all going to that one. We'll see an increase in volunteers to attend <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> We're gonna do our mid mid year sales meeting. Yeah. At yeah. The Apple. Okay. Can we can we one? Can we combine the Apple <laughs> and EPCA and just everyone go to Cancun? Yeah, well that's not a bad idea. You know? You know? Hey Benny, there you go. You gotta get yeah. on the board. <laughs> no, I'm not on the board. We'll put, we'll put you on the board. Isn't, isn't your tenure almost over at the chemical nope. club? Or? <laughs> I got a couple of years. <laughs> you, you got some time on your hands now. Uh, I mean, your kids are almost ready for college. You got some, you got some time on your hands, you know? <laughs> <laughs> got a few years before. <laughs> we don't uh, talk about college. <laughs> gosh, they got to they start driving first. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good episode. A lot going on. A lot of... Uh, I don't know. We had a lot of bad news, so I appreciate Nicole's positivity to try to lift the spirits here a little bit. I try. I try. <laughs> Our very tan Nicole. We, we, I don't know if we can get a close up here of, of Nicole, but hey, it's for your wedding, it's my, right? It's my fiance's fault. I, I was gonna say I'm yeah. helping your fiance. She's one of my very near dear friends, so you know. This we, wedding's in two months. Uh, well, that's why you prep now, right? <laughs> you don't come on. You you can't you ease into have, these things. You can't have these trial runs the week of, Rob. Could you imagine? But you have to Ooh. warn us if you're gonna get a spray tan, because then we have to get a spray tan. So <laughs> we match you at least. You know what I said? The pump house, right over the, the gym area. In? Oh, you could get a great pop-up booth going there. We'd be I, making money. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> nice forget, side forget business. The, forget the sauna. Like, yeah. Doesn't your dad have a tanning bed in his house or something he, like that? He did. He sold it. Oh. He sold it. What's <laughs> the chemistry of spray tan? Can we look into that? We, oh, we, we, we looked it up. We it's did, uh, uh, is it D? Dihydroxyacetone yep. is the it's a it's oh, a, I'd that, love that. to spray that all over my body. <laughs> well, so, well, so it's it's That's derived it. from sugar. It's organic. <laughs> we did we did look it up. But it doesn't, it doesn't sound too organic. It, no, it doesn't. <laughs> we, upon first you know look at it, we were like, hmm, okay. We That's... could spray that all over our body and vape propylene glycol. <laughs> <laughs> it's the winning combo. Some of the things right we there. do. Bio-based uh, propylene glycol. So it's all good. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> it's fine to inhale in your lungs. Then. It's oh. made from bio. It's sustainable. I love it. It I only it. took nine weeks off Nicole's life. It's no big deal. <laughs> uh, all for your wedding, Benny. Yeah, thanks, Benny. All, yeah. yeah, all for the blushing bride over <laughs> is here. That part of the, is that part of the bachelor party? We'll get spray tans too. Is that, is, is that on the agenda? Absolutely not. <laughs> there's a few other fun items, but that's not one of them. But there's a difference with like, like if you're a person that gets tan, like, like you get tan normally. So like, yeah, you look more tan, but like we're kind of used to you being tan. My, my not, fiance's not a little more fair tan skin, I was so. two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is a little more fair skin, so seeing her tan is, is is different. But you liked it. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it looked. Yeah, uh, it looks good. It looked. It, it looks looked good. great. Just she, different. Just different, right? But it takes yeah. some getting used to, you know. Yeah, it seems like it. a personal conversation you guys should have. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, um, thank you guys for the time. Good, uh, good talking to y'all. Uh, we'll same. see. We'll see you guys on the next. Uh, I guess the August edition. We'll see how things are shaking out for Q3. Um, as always, appreciate you listening, whether you're streaming the audio version or the video version on uh, YouTube, social media, wherever you get your content. Hopefully you're seeing these clips all over social media, courtesy of our friends at Kettlebottom Creative. Um, I think we've been doing a lot more clips and content going out there. So if you're not already following on uh, LinkedIn, highly recommend you doing that so you see these clips on a timely basis. Um, but as always, appreciate you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.